0: Oh, it's the final Locked on Cardinals podcast before the 2020. Regular season kicks off between the Cardinals and the 49ers. It's Bo, it's Alex. We're excited to be here. And this season, get your football on your time with the NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay the entire game and catch all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Basically, Alex, it's taking the games, liquefying them, and injecting them in your veins. Is that fair to say?
1: Yes, I'm <laughs> pumped. I'm ready to roll. I was screaming at the TV last night in a game that didn't matter at all for the Cardinals, mattered with some fantasy football implications, but I'm ready for football. I'm I, happy it's more.
0: I kind of disagree with that because it was our first glimpse at the Houston Texans without DeAndre Hopkins. I was curious to see how that played out. Obviously, you and I both have thoughts on that. And it was our first glimpse at the Rumble Humble or the Humble Rumble, D- David Johnson in his new Texans gear. He played very well. We'll tell you uh yeah he, he, I'll I'll just say this. Arizona Cardinals fans who watch David Johnson go over 100 all-purpose yards and find the end zone to kick off the 2020 regular season. I'll say let's let's just uh let's calm down. Let's calm down, okay? We'll get into that conversation, but the Arizona Cardinals Alex, they kick off the regular season on Sunday on the road taking on the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers, that's your Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm Bo Brock along with Alex Clancy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like with Fred Warner coming off the COVID list, uh, they're going to be at full staff capacity on defense, at least, which is something that, I mean, let's be honest, Bo, the defense for the Arizona Cardinals needs to take the biggest leap this season, the Cardinals want to win any games, but the bread is buttered on the other side of the ball. The bread is buttered with Kyler Murray, with Kenyon Drake, with DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, DJ Humphreys, and the defense of the San Francisco 49ers is, argu- is arguably the best in football. So regardless of what happens at the end of this game, who scores more points when the when the clock hits zeroes, the best part of the 49ers will be at full capacity or close to it, and that is the biggest litmus test for the offense for the Cardinals because if the offense doesn't work, it doesn't matter how good the defense is, the Cardinals aren't going to win games. So I'm excited at least to see Fred Warner on the field, Nick Bosa, etc., 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 Javon Kinlaw uh, clogging up the middle defensive line. We're going to get to see what we wanted as close as possible as close as close possible from the Cardinals' offense, San Francisco 49ers' defense. I thought the
0: Arizona Cardinals did a good job last season in showing up in the games against the 49ers and against that defense, which I think is... It's not going to take a giant step back, but when you remove a player like DeForest Buckner and you've got to develop a first-round talent like Javon Kinlaw, who I think is going to be a very good player in this league, but Game 1 without much of an offseason gearing up for the 2020 season, this Cardinals' offense... It was already up eight plus points from the previous season. It was It's trending in the right direction. You add DeAndre Hopkins, it's quickly becoming the strength of this organization. And I gotta say when you put Pitt, the Arizona Cardinals offense against the San Francisco 49ers defense, that, you know, I, I'll take our chances there. I, I think it's it's good news for the Arizona Cardinals that, look, if the Niners are going to be at full strength, it's going to be on defense, but they're going to be without their weapons on offense, and I think it can turn this Niners offense into a very pedestrian unit. I just, yeah,
1: and, and Bo, I think the biggest takeaway that we're going to get from the, the Cardinals' defense tomorrow, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I mean, if you disagree, I think this is the Isaiah Simmons show, I mean, Buda Baker, we've already had some tape on him, as it were. Uh, Byron Murphy, he's going to continue to progress. Drake Kirkpatrick hasn't been with the team for that long to learn the full scale of the, of the defensive setup that Vance Joseph wants to run with a 3-4 defense. Isaiah Simmons, we're going to learn right away what he's capable of. And I'm not looking for a, you know, a, a, a full 100% scope of when the Cardinals are on the defense, when he's on the field. I'm looking for two oh my God, he's really good plays. Yeah. Just, that's what we were looking for with Kyler Murray in the preseason. Last year, we saw one pass, and I don't know what you remembered from Kyler Murray in the preseason besides a bunch of three-yard outs, but there was one play that we go back to that was an almost hit, but it was a miss, was a seam route by Larry Fitzgerald up the middle, and... Kyler missed him by about a hand's length, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, that was a 40-yard rope. If they can get the timing down, this is going to be special. I want to see Isaiah Simmons get close to Jimmy Garoppolo. Not necessarily sack him, doesn't matter. I want to see how fast he is, and I don't need an interception, sack, tackles, I don't care. I just want to see that he's ready to play in the NFL, and with how kind of truncated this offense is, centralized around the run, especially with the wide receivers injured, It's going to be a good and somewhat easy test to see right away what Isaiah Simmons has to offer at the next level.
0: Yeah, and he's part of a group of players that are going to be key if the Arizona Cardinals are going to have success with all these new pieces on defense. It's Isaiah Simmons. It's going to be Byron Murphy in the slot. It's going to be Buda Baker, the highest-paid safety in the NFL, trying to bottle up or slow down George Kittle, who's going to be the only offense really – uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. I know they have Raheem Mostart. This is going to be his first time as a lead back. We don't know about Debo Samuel, who's coming off the foot injury. We don't know about Brandon Ayuk. He's questionable for the contest. You've got Trent Taylor. You've got Dante Pettis. You don't have like a, a solid NFL receiving core. And you got Jimmy G, who I guarantee it. He can say all he wants. I guarantee you he's still replaying missing Emmanuel Sanders on that deep throw. And I begged for it. Twice last year, Alex, and it has to happen this year. It has to happen on Sunday. that The Arizona Cardinals need to force Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy GQ, to beat them with the deep throw because I don't think he can do it. He can dink and dunk. He can drop it off to Mozart. He can drop it off to Tevin Coleman. He can throw little uh, smoke screens to his wide receivers. He can throw it to George Kittle, but he can't beat anybody down the field.
1: I'm begging the Cardinals to force him to do that. And there's two different schools of thought with – what the Cardinals are going to do? Do you do the remember the Titans line, which I will use as many times as I possibly can this year? Do you blitz all night, or do you try <laughs> and just jump back in coverage and see as kind of like a as a, an information session for the Cardinals? Also, do you drop back in coverage and see what the secondary is made of? Yeah, I mean, obviously Jordan Jones can be rushing the passer with the best of them and they have a, a linebacking core. Jordan Hicks isn't really a rush. The passer guy is this. Are they going to let Hassan Reddick just run rampant and just see, hey, Hassan, you want to make this team go get the quarterback? Yeah, like that. That's what they used him as initially. It didn't really come to fruition as they thought it would. There's two different ways to do it. I don't know if it's going to be a mixture of both or if they're just going to be like, you know what, Jimmy, we're going to blitz you. We're going to be in your chin strap the whole game and see if, see if you can beat us deep like you said. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely fascinating to see how Vance
0: Joseph especially kind of on the fly with these new PCs he's adding, you know, where they're going to air. Are they going to blitz the quarterback like you're saying or are they going to drop back in coverage? You got to imagine that there's going to be more potential blown assignments if they're going to play the coverage game. Uh, with adding a bunch of new pieces with not a whole lot of time. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On podcast network, your team every day. Please subscribe to the podcast. If you want more Cardinals news and information, we've got a prediction for the game coming up. Uh, But coming up here, we're going to get into the discussion. Yeah, David Johnson, he looked the best he's looked since 2016, last night on Thursday Night Football. But Alex and I are telling Cardinals fans, just you wait. Let's calm down. Just we wait till Sunday what's in store. It's coming up. It's locked on Cardinals. This season get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays. And you can see all the plays in just 45 minutes in condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll even get to learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from the player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Stephon Gilmore, your Defensive Player of the Year. Devontae Adams, the dynamic wide receiver from the Green Bay Packers, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL film's archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass and start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you just spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs the support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBD MD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets a little chaotic. The CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient, easy-to-use roller or squeezable tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier, let's try out this duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer. They're offering all our listeners 25% off their next order and we use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONNFL with you'll get 25% off your purchase of a superior CBD oil products from CBD MD. The NFL season kicked off last night. It was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs just flexing their muscles on offense. They go 31 straight points after giving up 7 in the first quarter, and they just ended up rolling the Houston Texans some... Some big time problems for the Houston Texans. It's Locked On Cardinals, brought to you by our friends over at NFL Game Pass. It's Bo. It's Alex. Give us a follow on Twitter at Bob Rack at Clancy's Corner. Follow the show at Locked On AZ Cards. And Alex, it was right out of the gates. I mean, it was it couldn't have gone down any better. Uh, it was Deshaun Watson' first pass attempt of the season. He throws it, and his new number one, Will Fuller, who had a decent game at catches, one hundred and twelve yards. He has to stretch out for the ball. It hits him in the hands and then falls through his hands to the turf. And I feel like that was just the the first sign that the Texans missed DeAndre Hopkins as their number one wide receiver.
1: Yeah, and I, I agree. Um, I think we all thought the same thing. It was like, oh boy. I mean, that was... It was a teardrop, featherly thrown, perfect ball in the bread basket, and Will Fuller is just, you know, tripping over himself like I don't know, like he's like he's running on ice with no ice skates. Um, I thought even more so, and this is what this whole segment's going to be about: is you need to yes, David Johnson had a good game last night. Okay, David Johnson had over hundred all-purpose yards. He scored a touchdown. He looked like he did back in twenty sixteen for 60 minutes, okay? He got checked out by the trainer. He was off the field for a portion of the time looking at his wrist, okay? It was initially, it's like, oh, no, David Johnson's good again. This is the same thing as I've talked about multiple times. Like when people people right before the draft were like, oh, man, I wish the Cardinals had a second-round pick. It's like getting a birthday present four months before your birthday, and then your birthday comes, and you don't get a birthday present because you already got it. The Cardinals got their birthday present at DeAndre Hopkins. So... Pump the brakes. I'm being like, oh, my God, why is David Johnson not in the Cardinals anymore? The Cardinals have one of the best receivers in the NFL. David Johnson is not one of the best running backs in the NFL. That in and of itself should be enough to kibosh this entire conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a lot of DeAndre Hopkins, Nook Hopkins propaganda, and I think rightfully so. You you even mentioned that risk. That was a risk that David Johnson was lost for the season for in game one of the 2017 season. You know, I don't know if it's any lingering effects. We're not doctors. We're not MDs. But I'll tell you this, the ceiling for David Johnson, Alex, is he could be a a starting running back in this league, he can get the lion's shares of the the carries, and he can be productive. He can have games like he had last night. He can go for 75 yards. He can find the end zone. He can catch three passes for 30 yards and be at 100 all-purpose like you mentioned. But that's not a higher ceiling than what DeAndre Hopkins is going to bring to this Arizona Cardinals offense.
1: No, it's not. So everything's going to be fine. The Cardinals, like, it's, it's one of those things where everybody that drafts, drafted David Johnson in the third round, like, told you, told, right. this happened last year. Remember, David Johnson had a good first few weeks of the season last year. Not necessarily on the ground, but he was huge in the Cardinals passing attack. He averaged four or five catches a game and 40 or 50 yards in the first couple weeks. He had a couple hundred all-purpose yard games. He had a few touchdowns. Like, David Johnson is David Johnson, is David Johnson. And listen, we hope for nothing but the best. Even if David Johnson is a pro bowler this year, it was still 100% the right trade for, for DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I feel sick to my stomach
0: agreeing with you this much. Maybe we need to just change subjects so we don't have to agree as much in, in one full segment here on Lockdown Cardinals. But look, I, I think come Sunday... You are going to see the fruits that DeAndre Hopkins is going to bring to this Cardinals organization. And it's going to it's going to extend further than just his play on the field. It's going to extend to Larry Fitzgerald. It's going to extend to Christian Kirk. It might even extend to Andy Isabella or Dan Arnold. I mean, this receiving core is going to get a lot of great looks. And Kyler Murray is going to be able to find them because of what DeAndre Hopkins brings to the table. When you watch last night, when you watch that Houston Texans offense struggle, yeah, it looks similar to some of the struggles that they've had in the past, where Deshaun Watson was under duress, he was under pressure, under attack all game long. But it was different because he didn't have the elite route running from his number one wide receiver that he normal normally saw from number 10 DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins had the ability to be that safety valve for Deshaun Watson that's no longer there. And that, I mean, that was as evident as anything was possible. Right next to the Chiefs are really good on offense. That was the the thing that stood out in last night's game was Deshaun Watson's going to miss DeAndre Hopkins all season long.
1: Yeah, and like, people, that, people that are like, oh man, DeAndre Hopkins isn't that fast. Why is he such a good... Trust me, I've watched DeAndre Hopkins so closely over the last several years. You don't need to be fast to get separation. And the fact that he's able to do what he does, where he's a fast guy, he obviously plays in the NFL, but he's not a lightning quick dude. Like, you can be a great route runner and get separation. And you could tell, Will Fuller may be the fastest receiver not named Tyreek Hill in the NFL. Yep, And he could not get any separation. And like that, in and of itself, should be a. Whew, the Cardinals got the right dude. Yeah, they did. And you know, you you might have
0: right now. It's you know less than twenty four hours after David Johnson had his good game, his rebound, and, it, and your ex girlfriend might look like, hey, you might have made a mistake. But let's let's you might be remembering all the good times from David Johnson, but there were a lot of bad times, especially recently in the last couple seasons you know can he can he put up can he string back to back solid games they've got the ravens next week ravens have a solid defense we'll see with david johnson if he can if he can put together another good game and it's not going to matter if the texans can't stay in the contest anyway i mean he was uh an afterthought come the second half because they had just given up 31 straight points so look arizona cardinals fans be ecstatic continue to be ecstatic for DeAndre Hopkins being a member of this football team. I want to get into maybe a prediction of what Nook can do in his first game, what Kyler Murray can do in his first game, what this offense is potentially capable of. It's our predictions. It's all coming up. We're going to wrap up our week of podcasts before sending you off into week one of the NFL season for the Arizona Cardinals. It's Locked On Cardinals. So I'm going to plug the Locked On NFL podcast. Uh, I started doing it with your boy Q from Locked On Raiders we started it last week. We had our second show. It debuted this morning. We talked about Thursday Night Football. We previewed a bunch of games this weekend, Alex. And then we talked to our guy, Chad Millman, from Action Network, who's all about gambling. And he loves the Arizona Cardinals at plus seven against the reigning NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers. And for many of the reasons that you and I have outlined uh, this these past few weeks, I'm laughing because... As I brought that up, Alex, I I think we have to tell our listeners that you were stirring the pot as well yesterday on social media with some 49ers fans.
1: (laughs) Listen, okay, here's the thing. You inept bubble living in ignorant fans, okay? The San Francisco 49ers are not going to win 11 games this year. The over-under, I think by all accounts across all uh, books, is ten and a half. Hammer that under, baby. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. That's it. I mean, it's just, I don't think that the 2019 season, NFL season, is a 32-game season. That's all I'm saying. Okay. This is a brand-new season. Uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo missed Emmanuel Sanders a long time ago, and just take the under, and the 49ers will be exposed for the ballooned fraud that they are this year. Let me give you some more context
0: to this because it it cracks me up. So I I was reading the replies to Brian Peacock's tweet of our crossover show that we did on Thursday with him. And sure, sometimes the replies on Twitter, it's a dangerous area. But here it was just straight up comical because there were guys, 49ers fans, that were saying, oh, you have them at 11-5, and Brian. I, that's funny because I have them at 14 and 2. The only games they're losing are like New Orleans and some other team that's always in the mix. It's just like, okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to my Chicago Bears SNL super fans. Like, you guys are completely just drunk on the Kool Aid at this point. We also saw a guy that mentioned, and I sent this to, to Alex, which really kind of just revved him up, was he thought that the, the 49ers, he's like, I'm going to try to forget that the 49ers were just a few plays away from going 16-0 and last season. Like, do you not know that the plays that happen in the game are part of the game and the reason why the outcomes are what they are? Like you can't just scrap that and say, "Oh, you know, if this the ball had rolled that way, or they, if they had just done this, they would have been sixteen 0 Yeah, if the Cardinals had the in the final score of each and every game last year, they were had more points, they could have gone sixteen and zero too
1: as well. That's I would just have guaranteed that even <laughs> if they had more points than the other team. They, I would have guaranteed that they would have gone sixteen and zero.
0: That's how For absurd sure. their thinking is right now. That's how out of control the 49ers are, and that's why in this season opener. That's why I, I dropped to both knees, and I beg, if there was ever an upset, if there's one upset of the 2020 season that had happened on this Sunday, because that would just be a tremendous, oh. just cold plate of humble pie for this 49ers <laughs> fan
1: base. How about this? Cardinals go 2-14. and 14. The only wins are against the 49ers by a total of 80 points. they basically did that, that in 2018. They, they forget that that was only two years ago. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> up until last year, the 49ers hadn't beat the Cardinals in a couple seasons. Like they don't know, they don't know
0: that they don't realize that the worst team according to ESPN.com, of the decade, the 49ers lost two games to that team. The only other win that the Cardinals had in 2018 was against the Green Bay Packers. That got Mike McCarthy fired. Somehow he's he failed up to the Dallas Cowboys. But, all right, let's get into this game real quick because I want a couple quick predictions. I don't want to go too long. Nook Hopkins, big addition. I was looking at his numbers as a member of the Texans against the 49ers. pretty solid. Uh, obviously, Richard Sherman isn't going to be on him all the time if barely on him. Uh, I, I expect... You know, Nook Hopkins to do exactly what we think he can do approach, you know, the century mark and receiving yards. Um, obviously, approach at least 10 targets, maybe come down. I mean, his catch percentage is about seven, 70, so about seven catches right around the century park mark and help this uh, ailing offense in the red zone maybe pull down a touchdown in his debut.
1: I think that they're going to try and force it to him early. Hopefully, there aren't any mistakes made, but I feel like that's the natural progression of we've got a new top-flight player on the team. You got to kind of throw him the rock the first couple series. Unless they're smart, and Cliff Kingsbury seems to be on the offensive side, maybe that's a setup for something else. Maybe that's a setup for a Christian Kirk burner to start the game. Maybe that's a setup for, I don't know, Kenyon Drake to somehow get into the flat and, and, and get a big chunk play but I agree with you I think I'm uh, tempered expectations obviously I did predict and, and I my my number will stand Pat until uh, I mean it, it's gonna stand Pat DeAndre Hopkins will have 15 touchdown catches this year wow and I don't think it's and we talked about this bill before uh, who was it was uh Des Bryant in 2012 had upward he had 16 touchdown catches I think I think you looked up the numbers while we were doing our podcast it's it's gettable with how good DeAndre Hopkins is in the red zone, and it's gettable with how much the Cardinals have needed a red zone threat. So I'm not saying that he's going he's to have multiple touchdowns tomorrow or Sunday. I mean, I'm looking at – don't be surprised if it's like five catches for 75 yards and no scores. You just need to see that he has an idea – uh, about what the offense really is, because he hasn't been with the team all that long. Right. And he and Kyler Murray have their timing down. That's it. That's the litmus test for them tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals,
0: I mean, last year, here's a team that had what, a, right around a minute left in the contest in Santa Clara. They had the lead. Kyler Murray just rushed in the end zone on like a 22 yard scamper. in uh, and, and they were winning before the defense absolutely just collapsed. They ended up losing that game by 10, 36 26. But they played the 49ers tight all season. I don't, nothing's indicating like, hey, they're going to have a down game and they're not going to play them at least tight. And that's why I was surprised by the the seven points that they're getting. Uh, I think you're right as far as the other wide receivers potentially thriving if they get away and use maybe Nook as a decoy to start things off. Uh, Kenyon Drake had a pretty, you know, it, it, compared to his his debut, which was against the Niners, where he went over 100 yards rushing, and I think he had over 140 all-purpose yards, and he found the end zone. He had 67 yards rushing against the 49ers in the second game, so he was okay. Uh, You know, Kyler Murray was able to get out and run, and hopefully that's just a way that they can bat this talented front seven of the San Francisco 49ers, but look, I expect the Cardinals I'm begging for a win. Uh, I think that they absolutely can keep it close, look respectable, and gain some momentum coming home against Washington in Week 2?
1: Yeah, I I mean, seven points, it's not like it's a 12.5-point spread. You know, like, it's it's still a one-score game. If the game ended 21-14, would you be that upset? Like, what I'm looking at right now is what I would like above all else. Because when it... When... It really, when push comes to shove for Kyler Murray, I want to see the Cardinals down four points with two and a half minutes left. I'd love to see that. You know, like, and, and this is not like, oh, you, you don't want them up 35 to three? What are you talking? You don't want them to win? Shut up. I'm talking about <laughs> wins aren't the most important thing right now, still. I mean, they're they're always important, and obviously you want to win more games than you lose, but this is an organic process of how to get better in the NFL, and now the Cardinals finally have a roster that could yield some potential wins, but they just have to go out and get it, and seeing Kyler Murray, he was clutch last year. There was one game, I I don't know, there was one game where he completely flubbed, I don't know if it was the Rams game. The Rams Rams blew him out. Um, it, It doesn't matter. Kyler Murray with the ball, you know, where a field goal won't win it, I would love to see that. Like, on your own 25 with three minutes left, give me the two-minute drill. Let me see what this offense can do as a well-oiled machine, now with the number one surefire um, wide receiver and a less cluttered backfield with David Johnson not there. Yeah, it's... we didn't get a lot of those
0: opportunities to see that and you're right it's sometimes it's, it's not about you know wins and losses especially when you're going up against a team that's you know returning as many starters as the 49ers are from such a successful team the previous season you know that continuity is going to be key especially in this this crazy off season that that's why you know i'm i'm trying to really temper these expectations but i see all the talent the cardinals have you mentioned it on defense i think that the components are there for this to be a really good game, I, I am hoping that we're not seeing it, you know, even a 17 14 game. I think what we need to see a little bit more from this offense with the expectations that are, are, are here for 2020. Uh, but, you know, reality is, you know, let, let's, let's, here's where we'll give the Niners credit is they, on paper, they do have the most talented team in the NFL. No doubt about it. They're deep. They've got, you know, really talented players on both sides of the football, all three phases. They do everything well. They're well coached. So, that there is a chance that they could come out and they could pick up just like the Chiefs did where they left off in 2019. But I, I really think that the Arizona Cardinals have an opportunity to surprise. Let's put our final score predictions in there, even though you know I don't know ever if we ever come close on these.
1: Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, uh, I think it's going to be. Um, oh man, I think it will be 20 to 13, San Francisco.
0: 20-13, you're more, you, and you've been saying this all week, you think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I'm hammer the under. Yeah. I'm hammer the under, right around 48. The 20-13, uh, that's right. That's going to be a push if you take the points or give the points. Um, I, I think that the Arizona Cardinals can can score. I think they're going to see some points. I think that they know how to get against this, go against this defense with the addition of, of DeAndre Hopkins. I think that they. this is going to be similar to the first game they played Last season, I'm going to say the Niners win, though, 29-26. to There
1: it is. There I it mean, is. Both, both ways, you'll find out a lot about this team. I, just, I feel like you could learn a lot more from a lower-scoring game where the offense is going to be such a focal point with this defense. If they can come out and play a close game in a low-scoring affair against one of the best defenses in the NFL, I think it'll just show more than having to be a shootout where we know this offense should be good. No doubt about
0: it. Yeah, if if they come out and deliver a stinker, there's there's only up from there as far as the defense. If exactly the same from last year. You you can say, hey, they're in trouble. That's gonna do it for us. Enjoy the game this weekend and the rest of the games as well. Good luck to your fantasy team. But let let's let's just devastate these 49ers fans. I'd love to see it. And if that's the case, we are going to be we're going to be screaming and singing on Monday. And that's gonna be the next time we talk to you guys. Make sure you're subscribed to the Lockdown Cardinals podcast, following along on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner, at LockdownAZCards. You guys have a great Friday and your weekend.